Welcome to the Best in Beauty podcast, where you can get inspiration and strategies to help your spa and skincare business reach new heights. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. Let's get this beauty started. Hey, today on Best in Beauty podcast, I am joined by Julie Pankey, who is a renowned spa consultant. So, Julie, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. And I know you have some really good things to share with us. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited. I love the podcast and I'm so excited to be here with you and your audience. Oh, well, thank you. And I want to just give you a moment to um, tell us a little bit about what you do, because people hear the word spa consultant and, you know, like, really, what does that mean? And, and where, where is, you know, where did you get started doing that? And I know you've been in the beauty industry for quite some time, but maybe you can give us kind of like a quick rundown of um, what you do. Yeah, definitely. I feel like spa consultant sometimes is like a scary word for people or they think, you know, I'm not big enough. My business isn't big enough. You know, do I need a spa consultant? Maybe it's only for like the luxury resorts and multi-location spas. Um, But all of that is full. Um, And so as a spa consultant, I have been in your shoes. You know, I started in the business 32 years ago this year. And I went to college for political science, got out of college, and within six months wondered what I was doing. So I went back to school um, to my parents' dismay and went to cosmetology school, got out, started working at a local day spa right outside of Boston loved it, you know, was doing facials, waxings, body wraps, never did hair, nails, pedicures, like pedicures were my jam. I could work on people's feet like 10 hours a day. Of course, well, you know, I was, God in, bless I was you. in my that is the one 20s. thing. Oh my God. That is like the one thing I cannot do is touch people's feet. So, <laughs> right. Um, so then I just learned the business. I was super lucky that the woman who founded this business, I mean, it was way before its time. It was the early 90s. It was like a three level spa with the bottom level having a pool and like a cafe where you could get healthy smoothies and then a salon and spa. And it was super cool. And she was great because she helped me learn the business, you know, not just doing services, but I started to work the desk and really understanding like what made the business work. And then from there, I moved back to my hometown of Norwich, Connecticut, and was recruited to work at the spot Norwich Inn. Now the spot Norwich Inn right in the back in the 90s was like in its heyday. It was one of the first destination resorts in the country located in Connecticut and we catered to like movie stars and singers and celebrities and but it was in my hometown and I didn't want to work there I just was like oh I don't want to work there I don't want to work in my a spa right in my hometown well I got some good advice and did I took a few steps back and started working there and that really launched my career so I worked as a nail tech 
a treatment lead supervisor, a front desk supervisor. And the point really of my story is that now fast forward all these years later, I was recruited to be a spa director. I opened um, the Cliff House Resort and Spa, their spa in Agunquit, Maine back in 2002. I worked for the Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, Marriott's, Westin's as a spa director with salon and spa and retail components. And I would have never, you know, I just would have never gotten it into this, right? If I just didn't take that leap and start from the bottom and work every aspect of the spa and salon business, from scrubbing the toilets to checking people out to working in the pool area in a hot summer day when there's never enough lounge chairs. And so I've been, you know, where you are. And so about 10 years ago, I decided that I would work as a consultant. And I get a lot of great consulting projects with big companies, you know, Marriott's, Four Seasons, you know, some of the big hotel groups, luxury um, resort, I mean, luxury day spa chains. But my passion lies with helping all businesses. Mm -hmm. And I know that not everyone, you know, hire a consultant to help them open, grow and succeed at 30, 40, 50 plus thousand dollars, right? So I created my business so that I don't take on big projects like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the Spa Hive, which I launched, which is an online and in-person business community just for the spa and beauty and wellness industry, where, you know, you pay $69 a month and you get one-on-one consulting with me, plus other hotel, spa, salon owners, um, retail partners and vendor partners. And I've transitioned my business because I am passionate about helping the most businesses as possible, not just the one business. Gotcha. Well, that is great. And, you know, your journey is just, I can't imagine, not that you wouldn't be great at political science, but <laughs> it just seems like such a departure from how I know you now, um, you know, with being so knowledgeable in the spa, it's kind of funny how life's journey just kind of, you know, well, it's a journey. It takes you on, you know, different paths that you may not have originally thought you'd be on. Cause I'm sure you didn't go to college thinking you'd be, you know, now consulting with spas of all sizes. No, exactly. And, you know, like I said, my parents were like, what you want to do? What? Well, and, you know, it, it's, it's proven to be a good decision. Yeah. And I think it's really true what you said, like you kind of started from the bottom up, you really learned all aspects of the business. And I think, you know, lots of times, you know, we kind of sometimes do want to cut corners or just jump to the top right away, but it is so important in spa and in beauty, you got to kind of pay your dues. I mean, I know that sounds so old school, but you really do. You got to kind of learn as much as you can. Um, Funny story, you know, I had for a short time thought that I would you know, go back um, to school to get my nursing's license so that I could possibly maybe in the future do injectables and, you know, kind of get into that side of the business. 
But then when I learned, you know, through nursing, I'd be changing bedpans and like, you know, (laughs) doing some of the gruntle type work that you have to do when you're getting started. It really kind of deterred me. And I was like, forget it. I'll stick with doing, doing my, my facials and doing all this stuff. But um, it just kind of made me think of that. But I think it's kind of the same in spa. Like, you know, if you really want to be good, you cannot miss any steps. Like you have to go through it. Right. A hundred percent. And it's funny because we have a VIP member who's been in the VIP since we launched it in 2021 and she hasn't opened her spa business yet. And so many of our audience, you know, they're you know new to the business. Maybe they've been open one to five years or I have veterans that are in it, you know, trying to reinvent themselves. Right. And she's not even opened her spa yet. And she said, you know, I have to go through the process. Like I want to like be in the environment with all these spa people where I can absorb all their knowledge so that I can make better decisions when I'm ready to open my business. And that to me is like, ah, you know, it's so refreshing to see someone that, you know, they understand what they know and they understand what they don't know. And they want to surround themselves with people that are like-minded and that, you know, there's always people around us that know more than us, you know, so we can learn and grow together. And, you know, I just think it's such a beautiful thing when people, you know, can acknowledge, you know, what they know and what they do well, and then lean on others, you know, to help them in areas that they need help. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the meat of the topic today, which I know you're going to be sharing with us five numbers every spa owner should know in 2023, um, which I think I'm very curious as to hear what you have to say about that. So, you know, without further ado, if you don't mind jumping into that, what is, do you want to go from five to the top or are these in any kind of importance? Um, I don't really have them in order of important mm-hmm. so all right well let's stop. let's let's just start, hear the first one, one. <laughs> let's, let's do start it with one all righty so number one is our bottom line profit so these are going to be things that you're like yeah of course i i need to know these things but i walk into spas and talk to people on the phone day after day after day And I ask the questions and they look at me like I have four heads when I want to see the P&L or I kind of want them to just spit out some of this information and have an idea. And I know that owners are crazier now than ever. Business is busier than ever. Staffing is harder than ever. If you're working behind the chair Um, or as a massage therapist, esthetician, you know, you're actually practicing and a business owner. It's really hard to get it all done. So I wanted to share these because if nothing else, you need to live and breathe these numbers. So what's your bottom line profit? So what does that mean? It means what's your cost per service? Every single service. How much is it costing you to do those service? What are your operational supplies costing? You know, are you buying them at Amazon.com? Are you running down the street to like a Sam's Club or a Sally Beauty? You know, do you have an established relationship with vendor partners that you can get discounts? 
and support and services um, because based on volume that you're buying, which is what I suggest that you do. Uh Um, (laughs) And because it's crazy if you're trying to run a business and run to Sally's every two weeks when your team's telling you that you need four by fours or two by twos, um, cotton rounds, et cetera. So what, what are your items costing you right down to how much does it cost to wash every single towel? Yeah. Um, the laundry detergent, everything that you're doing. And also what are your retail sales? So that comes into what's your bottom line profit. And one of my secrets to success is retail sales is a low hanging fruit where you're going to make the maximum profit margin by selling retail. So what is your treatment versus retail percentage. If you're doing a $100 service on average, how much in retail are you selling every single time? So again, we're talking about averages of a week, a month, a year, etc. I want to see you at 50%. I know industry standard is way below that. It is. Now, how do you, why do you say 50? Because I think industry standard, well, it's changed. I remember, um, I want to say it's like 30 to 40% or maybe even 45. Now you're saying 50. Why do you say that? Because it's the lowest hanging fruit for profit margin. Okay. You know, it is, if you need to make more money as a business owner, fast and easy, sell more product, i.e. recommend more home care. So it's not, you know, no one wants to do heavy sales. I know it. There's not an esthetician, massage therapist, or there's very few um, hairstylists on this planet that want to hard sell people. So I want you to think about it as extending the service, extending the benefits of the service and recommending home care. Self-care is a buzzword. Post-COVID, self-care, everybody's on the trend of self-care. Well, we in the spa beauty wellness industry know that it's not a trend. We've been on it for years. We're just glad that the consumers are finally starting to catch on. So use that number to boost your bottom line profit. So at the end of the year, if your bottom line profit, and I've heard consultants um, of day spas talk about bottom line profits being, you know, six to 10%. I am not happy with those kinds of numbers. I think that's a really expensive hobby for you to be running. I want to see you trying to achieve, you know, 20 to 30% in your profit, depending on what it looks like for your staffing, what your pay model is. But if you're paying, and I hope you're not, but we can talk on the side. If anybody ever wants to reach out to me, send me a message. My first call is always free. I am always happy to just pour into you and help you figure things out. You know, it's always hard, you know, if you're paying a 50% commission to people Mm -hmm. because you're hurting your business. And at the end of the day, you're hurting yourself, you know, trying to put your kids through college or whatever your life goals are. Um, So if I can get you to like a 30, even 35% profit, I think that's great. And I would be really happy with that. I've worked with businesses that I've gotten them to a 48% profit margin, and that's doing really exceptionally well. So know your bottom line profit. 
Okay. What so, are you earning? So that's number one, which is number a big one. one. That seems to be, I would think, I haven't heard the others yet, but I would think that would be <laughs> at the top. You have to really kind of know where you're starting from to know where you're going. Exactly. And all these other numbers are going to feed into that big number. Okay. Um, number two is going to be how many new clients are you seeing per month? So that's going to give good you, one. it's going to give you a gauge on how your growth, your business growth can be. I have spas that, you know, project for 2023, you know, they want to grow by 15% in, you know, service and 50% in retail ever grow by 15% of anything if you don't know the starting number and you don't know how many new clients are coming through your doors and from where every single day, week, month, quarter, so that you set yourself up for success. I don't want you looking back at the end of 2023 saying, oh, geez, you know, I really needed 10 new clients a month and I only had an average of eight. I want you to know now I need 10 new clients a month for me to achieve this goal that I set for myself in 2023. And that's what you're working to achieve, getting that many new clients per month. So you need to know that number. My third. And well, let, let me stop you there. Yeah. And I would imagine we can probably do a whole separate segment on how to attract those per se, 10 new people um, to your business per month. So that could be a whole separate episode because that in and of itself is a whole marketing strategy and social media strategy, yes. which is, you know, a whole nother full-time job, but we, we won't go there today. Right. But yeah. <laughs> really, really good. Okay. So let's get into the third. Third is going to be retention rate. So I want to know when I'm looking at your numbers and I want you to know how many of your customers are rebooking. So I like to set a goal of 50% rebook rate for new customers and an 85% rebooking rate on existing customers. If you're not seeing that, so say you have a team, right? And you're incentivizing your team. I think retention rate is a really good place to incentivize them. You know, of course, they're making a commission or an hourly rate, and they're probably making something on retail sales. And you're always wondering how I can incentivize them to help grow the business, because the goal is, you know, we want them to be raving fans, advocates of your business, they, to be invested in the growth of your business. Retention rate is a really good place to start because awesome. we need them to be rebooking people. And if you have somebody or if you yourself, your rebooking rate's not as high as you want it to be, you know, a couple, and I'm going to slide in just a couple quick tips here is, you know, one. Are you emailing or calling people that have not rebooked in a certain period of time? Do you have a software that allows you to run a quick report or automatically send out an email if someone has not rebooked after a certain period of time? Also, if you have a front desk and do this even yourself, ask them to rebook. Don't just assume that they're going to say, oh, book me in four weeks unless it's a hair color, right? Because I can't can't live without my four-week hair color. Um, those of us that are turning gray, 
Um, but most services, you know, they're like, oh, I'll call or ask for the rebook. Ask if you can rebook them. If they say no, that's okay, but get in the habit of asking for it every single time. Well, I will say before we go to our commercial break that I gave up coloring my hair and I am gray. <laughs> I embraced my gray and um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure, you know, that probably my hairdresser wasn't crazy about me doing that, but I did. Um, but I totally get your point. And I think it is so important to have um, knowing that retention rate because that's really where your bread and butter really come from are your loyal customers or clients, I should say. Exactly. And all these numbers kind of feed into the other. So at the end of the day, the week, the year, right, the month, you know, knowing what your tipping point is, you know, knowing where all your dollars are coming from gives you the tools that you need to send out an email blast to get people to rebook, you know, do a flash special that will target people specifically that bought XYZ product or had an XYZ service. And it gives you the, the fuel and the information and the knowledge that you need on the fly to do something that can change the outcome before it's too late and you can reach all of your goals that you set for this year and beyond. Awesome. Well, on that note, before we get into the last two, we're going to take a short commercial break. So we'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Edgeless Beauty Pro, the distributor of the best in beauty, featuring Ultraceuticals, one of Australia's leading cosmeceutical skincare brands, now available in the U.S. to licensed professionals, real skincare, real results. Do you need a way to set your spa apart? Edgeless Beauty Pro offers Observe 320 and 520X, the latest visual engagement sales tool to empower licensed estheticians to give the ultimate skin consultations and increase retail and service sales by 40%. Take your treatments to new heights. Edgeless Beauty Pro also offers Altair's Diamond Tome DT2 Skin Resurfacing System for skin rejuvenation and that superior glow. All right, we're back, Julie. So we left off on the importance of retention rate. So now let's dive into number four. Number four is what your average ticket sale is. So again, when you're creating your goals for 2023 and beyond, unless you know what the average ticket is on a facial, on a mani, on a pedi, on a hair color, a haircut, whatever it is, you don't have the granular details that you need to set yourself up for success. So if in 2022, you have one number, and in 2023, you want to reach another goal, how easy would it be to increase your average ticket by just $5? How many people are you seeing a day, a week, a month, a quarter, a year, times five extra dollars? Does that help you achieve your 15% increase, maybe that you're looking to achieve. And then how would you do it? I mean, that again, is probably another segment. <laughs> right. Um, 
Um, Cause we're talking in, I feel like we're talking about the numbers, but not like how to increase them today. Um, but one really easy way, you know, would be an, an add-on service, right? That's something I can think of off the top of my head. Could you add something on that, you know, costs $25, $10 that is going to benefit your guest, whether it's something for the hair, a hair mask, you know, whether it's, you know, a add-on for your facial, whatever, a massage, you add in CBD, whatever it looks like, most likely it's not $5. So can you sell 50% of the people a $20 add-on, then you're going to increase your average ticket by well over five extra dollars. And that's an easy, easy way to increase year over year over year. Love it. My next, my next one is your productivity rate. So how productive are you and your team? You might look at the calendar and say, oh, we're all booked out straight. Like I'm booked every hour. When you take the numbers, and most people can run this out of their software, all of these things I'm telling you, if you use a booking software, you can run all of these reports out of it. They're pretty easy, though, to figure out if you don't have a booking software just with some pen and paper. Um, but looking at your productivity, so if you're open five hours a day, I'm going to use easy math. Um, I better write it down. Five hours a day and you're open five days a week. How hours is that, right? 25 hours. Right. And how many appointments are you doing? So let's say on the five hours of the day, you're doing, let's just say four treatments. You know, that use some then that leaves some underutilized time. Or say somebody runs over all the time. You know, you're the person that you give your guests extra time, but don't charge them for it. I mean, you're giving them great service. But in the long run, some of these numbers will hurt your bottom line. So knowing that if you give everyone an extra 15 minutes, then you're building in an extra 15 minutes, you know, 15 minutes for turnover. How much extra out of the day do you lose? Is that one potential treatment? Is it two potential treatments? So I want you to be super productive and conscious with your time. So knowing your productivity rate, I think is critical for you being able to work efficiently, and maximize the dollars that you're earning for yourself, your family, your spa, and your staff. Well, you know, all of these things are, well, they're all great points. And like each of these could be a whole separate podcast episode to themselves because there's so much to dive into. But I think for the smaller business owner or even for the esthetician that is a solo practitioner, these things are so important because all the things that you're talking about kind of comes second nature a lot to big corporations or big spas, but the smaller your business, sometimes there's, you're like a one woman show or you have a very small team. It is really um, easy to get lost up into day to day and just, you know, making that wheel turn. Right. Um, and you kind of do need to pause and perhaps work with a consultant or, you know, someone who really can help you take a look at all of these points. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. And it's really important 
just to have that knowledge because, you know, if you have goals for yourself and your life that you want to achieve, you just can't achieve them if you don't have all the information. And sometimes it makes you crazy. And, you know, you stay stuck in the place of, you know, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none, right? You're really great in the treatment room, but then you're trying to do your social media and do your bookkeeping and figuring out, you know, all of these numbers that I just threw out to you, all the things, network, right? Get out in the community and network with people to grow your business. And I think that we can make it really easy. But if you know these numbers, and I like to have a dry erase board, you know, a whiteboard. I'm very tactile, old school. I want to see it in writing, not just know it in the back of my head. I want it to scream at me on a sticky note or a big whiteboard in front of my desk of what your days need to look at, look like. Even if you're a solo practitioner, right? I mean, I was talking to a solo practitioner recently, and all she does is waxing. And she said, well, I need to have minimum $40,000 months. And I'm like, oh, that's easy. And so we go through the numbers and I, and she can do like three Brazilians in an hour and they're super expensive. And we go through the numbers and I'm like, well, can you add two more people to your schedule? And she's like, yeah, that's it. So just knowing what are your goals? You know, if you want to, I have another business, they want to be a million dollar business. It's a, it's a small day spa style business, I'm over a million dollar business. Well, it's one thing to be a million dollar business when you're, ta- and then you're taking home a hundred thousand dollar profit, right? I mean, I don't want you working for that. I want you to know the numbers, know how we can grow it, and tweak it. So if you write all these numbers down after you listen to this podcast, and I also shared, um, and if you want to share that as well, I shared my spa health calculator link that you can go. It's not tracked. I don't track anything when you go onto it. I don't even know that you go onto it. And you can put critical numbers in there. It's going to ask you, it's going to walk you through that you're open, days that you're open, all the pertinent questions, and it's going to grade you from an A to an F, and it's going to give you an idea of where you really are financially and profitability-wise for your business. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes so people can click on that link, and that is such a useful thing that you offer. That's amazing. Yeah, it's something that just for you, a tool for you, and it'll give you tips. It'll tell you like how you can increase. And then you can always reach out to me, you know, say you get a C and you want to be a B plus, you know, drop me an email. I can give you some quick tips that can help you, um, you know, to grow your business, but know these numbers so that, you know, don't go into the year just saying, I want to double my revenue that's great. I want you to triple your revenue, but let's break it down. Super granular. All those things that I know you hate to do because I hate to do them too, (laughs) but you only have to do it once and put it up there and say, okay, this month, this week, today, we need to sell $500 of retail today. 
how are we going to do it? We're at $300. Maybe you have a small team. Maybe it's just you. Your goal is to sell $300 of retail on average. How do you do it? What is your game plan? Know these numbers so that you have the best chance possible to achieve all of your goals. I love it. I'm glad you kind of addressed that this is no fun and it's not sexy to, to like <laughs> do all these numbers, especially when you're an esthetician and you're just, you know, you're all about the service and the experience and the pretty packaging and all of that, right? You just right. don't want to like think about numbers. I mean, I remember when I, you know, had to like dive into taxes and just, you know, you're just like, ugh, this is not the fun part of my business, but so, so important. And I'm sure you can validate that as well. So important. And, you know, knowledge is power, right? And so we just need to know it. You don't have to live in it every single hour of every day. But if you know you're you're a solo and you need to achieve X every single week, and it's Wednesday and you're taking Friday off on Thursday, can you add in one more hydrofacial? And how can you do it? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. can you sell one more of the amazing products that you know everyone needs? And maybe they're not necessarily all buying because, you know, they're buying from whatever, Amazon, or they're using, you know, some awful product from the drugstore, but you love it. And you know, every single person needs it and you're passionate about it. Don't be nervous to recommend it to everyone if you think it's going to benefit them. Because when someone recommends something to me with such passion and they're convinced that it's going to improve my condition, whatever it is, I am going to buy it every single time. You know, so think about it that way. I just need to make an extra 50 bucks this week, an extra $250 this week. You know your numbers, so then you know, send out a quick email blast and drive people in there for one more facial, you know, one more wax treatment, sell a series of something or one more membership. Love it. All great tips. And there's more great tips where that came from. You know, you can connect with Julie. Um, She's on social media. We'll put all of her contact info in the show notes. You can find her on LinkedIn and you can connect with her and Um, If you need a little help for your spa, Julie definitely comes very highly recommended. And Julie, I may want to have you back on the show to talk a little bit deeper about some of these um, areas that we shared today. Because I, like I said, I think all of these points can be separate episodes for sure, because I think we all (laughs) need help with, you know, marketing and with, you know, tips to get those um, add-ons, you know, promoted and get everyone really comfortable talking about that in the treatment room. So I hope that you'll consider coming back and sharing more of your knowledge with us. I'd love to come back and you let me know, you know, what are the most burning topics that your audience wants to hear about? And I can prioritize those first. And I'd love to come back and thank you so much for having me and I love the podcast and support everything that you're doing. So I was, it was so fun to be part of it today. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having, having us and you joining us on this journey. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to continue the conversation, be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn. 
you would like more information on Edgeless Beauty Pro and our brands, please connect with us at edgelessbeautypro.com and get our education and event calendar. Sign up to get connected with one of our account executives to see if our brands are a right fit for your business.